Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today to the JTP Church Podcast. We hope God speaks to you through this message. If you want to share with us what God is doing in your life, you can write us at hello at jtp.church. If you would like to partner with us and make a financial gift to our ministry, you can visit us at www.jtp.church and make a donation. Now sit back and enjoy the message. Tenth service in eight days. Come on, where do you... Where do you see 10 services in eight days nowadays? But God has been with us. He's been giving us strength. He's been answering petitions. And he's going to do something amazing tonight. Oh, you guys responded like you don't believe that. I said he's going to do something powerful tonight. Amen. I'm so glad you came tonight because tonight's going to be the conclusion of these seven nights of fast and prayer. And we want to finish off with an impartation. I spoke to the apostles and we're going to be laying hands on people today. And I believe this is going to be a night of impartation. So tell the person next to you, Make sure your heart is open. Make sure your mind is receptive. Because something extraordinary is going to happen tonight. I believe that God is going to pour out a fresh anointing. That's going to introduce you into a new and amazing supernatural season. Amen. Amen. You know... Once somebody finished their schooling, they finished high school, they start in what we call post-secondary, right? Post-education. We hear that phrase a lot. How many football fans do we have here? How many basketball fans do we have here? Okay, you all know that when we finish the regular season... What starts? The post-season. Everybody say post-season. Whatever happened during your schooling or during the regular season, all that was is preparation for the real life. You went to school. You got your education. Post-education, now it's the real life. Now it's when it starts counting. You played 82 games in the season? Or football, you played 16 games in the season? And you know what? Half of the teams now are left behind. The best 16 teams advance. And now it's time for the postseason. Now it's when it really counts. Well, I want to talk to you about another post tonight. And this is going to be called post-fast week. Oh man, I wish there was going to be some people that were excited about that. I think we should tell them again. We're going to talk today about post-fast week. Okay. You see, tonight we're graduating. And we're about to start something new. This fast week, these seven days, everything we did... 
It wasn't just so you could fill out a little paper and put a petition. As a matter of fact, it wasn't even to get God to answer those petitions for you. That's just a byproduct. But today, this fast week, it's a preparation for what is going to follow the minute you walk out those doors. Yeah. Oh, man, there's people that are believing that tonight. Yeah. And I want to share a little bit about Jesus' life because Jesus fasted as well. And we can see a lot of the things that happen after Jesus' fast and compare it to our fast. You see, Jesus' life was common until he got baptized, filled of the Holy Spirit, and went into a fast. His fast closed a chapter in his life. And it opened a new chapter in his life. And I'm here to tell you that this seventh night, this last night of the fast is going to close a chapter in your life. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to open a new chapter in your life. Come on. Anybody believing that? At the same time, this new chapter that's opening now, it's opening where you will start seeing the supernatural power of God flow through you like you've never seen it before. Come on, tell your neighbor, just watch and see. Tell him, just watch and see. You're not even going to recognize yourself. So I want to talk about five things really quick. I, I don't want to be too long. But number one, if you guys like to take notes... This is a good one to write down. This post fast is going to get you moving in the direction of God's destiny for your life. Maybe you've been a little bit um, with, without direction, a little bit lost with respect to your calling. Oh God, I want to serve you, but I don't know what I could do for you. Well, post fast week, I think that one of the things, the first thing that God's going to do is connect us with God's destiny for our lives. You see, we fast to connect with God in a personal way. And what that does is that it allows God's plans to come into your life. And that's the beauty about fasting. That it connects you with God. And God comes and tells you, no, your, those plans are not the best for your life. I have better ones. The heart of God is installed into your chest. And you begin to walk in that direction that God leaves you. After Jesus finished his fast, the Holy Spirit took him to Capernaum. And it fulfilled the prophecy. And I want you to go to the book of Matthew, chapter 4, verse 12 to 16. I'm going to read it in English, and those that speak Spanish can follow in the screens. So English-speaking people, I hope you brought your Bibles today. Okay, everybody there with me? Matthew, chapter 4, 
Verse 12 says, Now when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he departed to Galilee. And leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is by the sea, in the regions of Zebulun and Naphtali, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and upon those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. These seven days have awakened your spirit to what God has been speaking over your lives. The minute Jesus finished this fast, the Holy Spirit led him to Capernaum and began leading him to fulfill his destiny and calling. I'm here to tell you that the same thing is happening to you. It's not, this seven days is not just a closed chapter and then back to our ordinary life. This fast has opened up a spiritual portal where from now on, starting tonight when you walk out that door, the Holy Spirit is going to start to lead you and guide you and to speak to you to do this and to do that. And you're going to be in close encounter with the destiny that God has for you. These past seven days, has gotten you on course or on, back on track for what God is going to do through you in the future. Come on, tell somebody close to you. Tell them, I now have direction. Come on, I know where I'm going. I'm led by the Holy Spirit. Number two, this post-fast in this post-fast, better said, you will preach and talk to everyone around you about Jesus. Go in your Bibles quickly. Matthew 4. Now we're going to read starting verse 17. All the way to 22. Look what it says. From that time, Jesus began to preach. Everybody say, from that time. Desde entonces. From that time. <laughs> From that time, Jesus began to preach. So after all of this happened, after he finished this fast week, he received revelation. The Holy Spirit started leading him. He fulfilled the prophecy. I don't think it was Jesus saying, oh, I got to go do this because the prophet said, no, the Holy Spirit led him. Yeah, God's going to start to lead you. He's going to start to speak to you. And then after you're being led, because God's going to start leading you to certain places and people. Then he's going to tell you what to do with those people and in those places. And that's what we're reading here. From that time, Jesus began to preach and say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Jesus walking by the sea of Galilee saw two brothers. Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. 
Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. The first action Jesus took after finishing his fast was to preach the gospel. Everybody say, preach the gospel. Predicar el evangelio. Fue lo primero. Jesús was, he was filled with the Holy Spirit, directed by the Holy Spirit, and now he starts preaching the gospel. You know what you're going to do after fast week? It's not get your little seven list and just sit down and say, oh God, when are you going to fulfill this list? That's not what Fast Week is about. Fast Week is about being empowered by God. Being filled with the Holy Spirit. And going out and doing the work that God has called you to do. And I believe that God, even tonight, when you go to Chipotle because you're going to break the fast. Or when you go to Pollo Tropical. Or wherever you're going to go tonight. God's going to put people there. And you're going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And you're going to say, what you need is Jesus. And God is going to start to just break them down. Because there's people in need out there. And you and I are God's spokesperson. We have a mission to do. And that is to preach the gospel. We're going to hit the streets. Look, the Bible says that after this happened, Jesus started going out into the streets. He didn't go into the church. He went into the streets. And he started preaching the gospel. Repent and be baptized. For the kingdom of God is here. And then he went to the beach because Jesus liked the beach. And he was just contemplating, wow, amazing. Look what my father did. But he had a purpose. And he found two people that were there fishing. And led by the Holy Spirit. He went to Simon, Peter, and Andrew. There were two brothers. And he told them, follow me. And they started following me. They started following Jesus. And then he kept on going. And he found two more brothers. He found John. And he found James. And he told them, follow me. And they also followed. What does this have to do with you? Post fast week. God's going to start leading you to people. And you're going to start to telling them, you know what? I got a word for you. God wants to do something in your life. God wants you to stop crying. And God wants to mend your broken heart. And God is going to start using you to connect people. You want to know if you did fast week right? You want to know how you can tell you did fast week right? The fruits that you're going to see starting tonight. If you're just going to start preaching the word of God and you're going to start seeing the power of God manifest. Wherever you go. Then you know you did fast week right. Come on, touch your neighbor and tell them it's not about what we did these seven days. 
It's about what we're going to do after. Come on now. How many world changers are in this place? How many disciples of Jesus Christ do we have? He walked up to Peter and Andrew. And they were working their nets. Probably have been fishing all night, tired. And he said, hey, yo, follow me. I got bigger fish for you to catch. <laughs> Point number three that I want to talk to you about, about this post-fast. When you come to know a fact, you start speaking about it with authority. How many of you have ever met a salesperson that they're so good that they can sell you crap and you buy junk? The product stinks, but they're just so good in selling that you're like, oh, I gotta have that. Anybody? I know some people that are like, they can't go and take a sample from Costco because they're like, it's just that I feel forced and I can't say no to them. I, I want you to go with me to Mark chapter 122 and you'll see what I'm getting at. I remember a, a romantic comedy that I saw once a long time ago. Kate and Leopold. I don't know how many of you guys saw it. I recommend it. It's a really nice movie. And Leopold came from way back in the Renaissance era. Yeah, and, and he ended up here in 20, 21st century. And he was a duke. And they, they got him to do a commercial about margarine. Margarine. Like, like butter. Mantequilla. And he was doing the commercial, and he was such well-spoken, and he was good-looking. So they contracted him to be the poster child and to do all the commercials for that margarine. It was a healthy type of butter. And he just sold it so well. And after doing the commercial, he tried it. And he was so upset because he thought, I can't believe you're using me and this tastes like crap. But when you taste it of something and you know it's good, you can speak of authority, with authority. Look what happened in Mark 1.22 quickly. Talking about right after Jesus finished his fast, he started teaching He started preaching. And the Bible says they were astonished at his teaching. For he taught them as one having authority. And not like the scribes. One of the things that God's going to do over your life. Over every HOB leader. Is that God's going to give you authority. To speak the word after fast week. Because you've tried it and you've tasted God and you know it's good. 
So when you speak to people in the street, when you, when you go to Pollo Tropical, when you go to Chipotle, when you go to Cancun Grill, and you see people in need, you're going to tell them what you need is Jesus Christ. Come on, let me pray for you right now. I got what you need. Boldness. Everybody say boldness. Yeah, if you haven't tasted it, it's hard to speak with authority. Like the scribes. Too much word. But they haven't tasted it. But Jesus filled with the Holy Spirit. He tasted it. He knows that his father's good. And he came and started teaching. And he started preaching. Come on, anybody. This fast has got you to taste and know God personally. Not just intellectually. It has given you authority to speak about God's goodness. Number four. Come on, raise your right hand with me. And say, this post-fast has activated God's giftings and wonders in favor of all those in need around you. Let's go back to the book of Matthew chapter 4. And I want to share with you verse 23 all the way to 25. Look what happened. Jesus, we already know after his fast, he was filled with the Holy Spirit, right? He was directed by the Holy Spirit. He started preaching the word. We spoke that he was preaching the word with authority. But now this is so important in the life of every single one of us. Listen up, HOB leaders. Signs and wonders must follow. If you've been filled with the Holy Spirit and you believed God, everything that Jesus did, you can do. Let me rephrase that. Everything that Jesus did, you should be doing. The sick will be healed. The captives will be set free. Miracles and wonders happening wherever you go. I'm here to prophesy and declare that, that every single HOB, every house of blessing leader, you're going to start to have boldness. And you're going to start to lay hands and declare healings. And people are going to start to see what's going to happen in your HOBs. And not just in cell class, when you're in the streets. Heck, like Jesus, when you're in the beach now that it's summertime. You're going to start to see God use you in a supernatural way. Verse 23 says, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and pay attention to what it says next. It says healing all kinds of sicknesses. All kinds of disease among the people. Then his fame went throughout all Syria. Trust me, when you start doing the work of God, word is going to get around. Let me tell you, they didn't have social media back then. They didn't have web pages. 
No text messages. They didn't even have speakers and microphones. But they started healing people. And let me tell you, no news travels faster. Then when somebody gets healed and he starts telling all their surroundings about how good God is. So it says that his fame went throughout all Syria. And look what happened. Now instead of him going to the streets, it says they brought, come on, say they brought. They brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments and those who were demon possessed, epileptics, paralytics, and he healed them. Come on, say he healed them. And 25 says great multitudes followed him from Galilee, from the Capitalists, from Jerusalem, from Miami-Dade, from Broward, from Monroe, West Palm Beach, Port St. Lucie, Georgia, Canada, come on. I'm here to tell you that the same spirit that was on Jesus is over you tonight. No, come on. I wasn't expecting that response. Come on, where are my bold people at tonight? I'm here to tell you that the same spirit that was on Jesus is the same spirit that you've been drinking up for seven nights. And now he wants to bust you out of this room into the streets to take the gospel of Jesus Christ to the people that are real in, really in need. The same result that Jesus had when he prayed over the people, you will have. Raise your hand if you believe it. Listen, don't be astonished or don't be amazed when God starts bringing you people that are messed up. It's not so you can say, oh my gosh, help me, God, I already have so many problems of my own. It's because God wants you to use you. And he wants you to start doing what Jesus did. And when you start doing it in faith, putting your problems to the side and start declaring the will of God over those people, healing the sick, setting the captives free, God is going to glorify himself. I don't know how many of you are tired of the same old routine. Well, God has determined for this fast week and for this post-fast week to get you to another level and to start seeing the power of God in your communities. And listen up. Once this starts happening God's, and God starts healing, listen, People are going to just come to you. Nobody knew Jesus. He just started preaching. And they're like, who is this crazy guy that started preaching? But when he started healing the sick, multitudes started opening their eyes. And I say, whoa, there's power here. And you just read it with me. They started bringing people to him. 
I declare that people are going to start coming to this house without even asking them to come. We're going to have to have five, six services on Sundays. And you were worried about not having time to give your HOB? Get ready. Because there's going to be lines outside your house. And you're going to have to give three, four, five, six HOBs. Because the need is going to be so much. And people are going to start seeing God respond. Right there in your homes. And they're going to say, I want what she has. And you're going to say, oh yeah? Receive in Jesus' name. Boom. And God's going to glorify himself. I prophesy that our services here in JTP and our HOBs, they're just going to explode. Because people will start talking about how God healed them, how God delivered them, how God put back together marriages. And word will start getting around about what God is doing in your homes. Come on, lift your hand if you're an HOB leader. Los líderes de Casa de Bendición, levante la mano. Solo los líderes. Raise your hand. I declare that this is going to happen starting this week. In Jesus' name. And look what happened. Look, look, because all of this that happened to Jesus, he wants it for you and me. I don't want you to sit down and say, there, oh, yeah, but that was Jesus, man. You, you know what Jesus says? He said greater things than what I did. You will do in my name. So when you read everything Jesus did, start thinking bigger. Start thinking greater. And don't limit what God wants to do. And once this happens, multitudes will follow. Man, in just, in just a matter of hours, Jesus already had a multitude following him. You know, sometimes... We want, to, we want multitudes to follow us. But we're not meeting people's needs with the power of God. We want people just to follow us. I don't know, because we're good looking. Um, or because, I don't know, we speak well. But once you start moving in the power of God, once you take what these seven days have done for you, and you start taking it outside, people are going to start following you. People are going to start calling you. We did something with the youth. We passed out 1,500 life books. The book of John. And we took them to schools. And every student had to pass out 25 of these books. Five on Tuesday. Because Monday was Memorial Day. Five on Wednesday. Five on Thursday. Five on Friday. And five the following Monday. By the second day, there was people already asking for them. They didn't even have to offer them. They're like, hey, I want a book. Why? Because this society is thirsty for the living water. 
This society is hungry for the bread of life. And if you don't have the boldness to take what you receive these seven days and take it out to the people in need, they will perish, they will go to hell, and their blood will be in our hands. Don't look at me that way. It's in the Bible. But I don't want to be like that. I want to take what God gave me. And I want to share it with everybody that comes in, count, in a close encounter with me. And I will see their lives being transformed by the power of God. Come on, can somebody give praise to God tonight? Amen. Last but not least, number five. Help me out. Keyboards. How many praise God for the worship team? Awesome. We're so blessed. This post-fast. This post-fast. Starting tonight when we walk out that door. You're going to start to see God's revelation flow in your life. You know, sometimes we're like, oh, I wonder what God wants me to do. No more. No more. Because we've established a, a, a different way of seeking God. And that's what fasting does. It connects you with the Father. And what we've done, I don't know if you've noticed. We've taken the same story of Jesus. And we've seen him from the point of view of Matthew. Uh, most of what we spoke today was from Matthew's point of view. We took a little bit about Mark. Mark spoke about speaking with authority. And now I want to share with you to finish John's point of view. The same story, but from different perspectives. And John talks a little bit about revelation. And I want you to go to John chapter 1, verse 44. And it says, now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael, and he said to him, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything good come out of Hialeah? And Philip responded, come and see. So I want you to see this. G Jesus was in the beach. And he called James and he called John. And then these guys go and get another guy. Because that's how it works. When you found Jesus, you want to tell everybody around you. If you don't tell other people around you about Jesus, maybe you should ask yourself if you really found them. But James and John found them. And they ran to Nathaniel. And they're like, oh my God. We found the Son of God. It's Jesus. He's here. The same guy that Moses wrote about, you know? That the prophets wrote about. And Nathaniel was like, and he came from Nazareth? He came from Hialeah? <laughs> and... 
Philip, I'm sorry, Philip said, he said to him, come and see. And then 47 says, Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him. And he said to him, behold, an Israelite indeed in whom is no deceit. And Nathanael said to him, how do you know me? And Jesus answered and said to him, before Philip went and got you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. I'm here to tell you that post fast week, another thing that you guys are going to start seeing that's activated in your life is revelation. God's going to give you revelation about things. God's going to show you stuff people are going through. And you're going to tell them, you know what, you're going through this and this and this, but you know what, God brought you here. Because God's going to set you free right now. And they're going to be like, how do you know? And you're going to tell them, well, when you were crying last night and I was praying, God showed me your face. And God told me to tell you this, that you're going to cry no more. Because God sets you free right now. Everybody say revelation is going to start to flow. Come on. Man, that's so amazing. Before Philip called you, when you were sitting under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathaniel answered to him and said, I mean, come on, what, what can you tell Jesus after that? He said, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. And Jesus answered and said to him, because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Is that why you believe? And then he told him something that I want to share with you tonight. And that I want to prophesy over you. You will see greater things than these. You, you know what? I want to set you up. And I want you to have high expectation of the things that God's going to do through you. Starting in your home. And then wherever you work. In your community. In your neighborhood. Wherever you roll. God's going to do amazing things. And I want you to expect it. Because sometimes God is waiting for us. You have everything that God already poured over your life. You have his grace. Most of us have come to multiple fast weeks. And after fast week is closed, it's like back to the grind. And like if nothing ever happened, and we don't understand that fast week, It's, it's something that God creates to connect you with this destiny. And I want to do a calling tonight. Because I told you when I started ministering that tonight's going to be a night of impartation. I believe that when we start laying hands on people today, the pastors, the apostles, the youth leaders, I declare that 
God is going to activate something in your life. Giftings from inside. God is going to start to activate them. This is what I wrote down. There's going to be an impartation of spirit-filled living. First thing God's going to do is he's going to connect you to live a spirit-filled life. Because you can't do God's, you can't fulfill God's calling without living a spirit-filled life. So for, from here on out, we're going to do this. We're going to receive clear direction from God as to our calling. That's what we're going to pray for tonight. Everybody say clear direction from God with respect to our calling. Number two, we're going to pray for boldness and authority to speak to everyone about Jesus whom we've come to know personally. Number three, we're going to pray and declare and impart giftings, miracles, and wonders being activated in your lives. And number four, divine revelation flowing from heaven constantly into our lives. And I am super excited to see what's going to happen to JTP Church, to Ondas de Amor, after these seven days. Come on, come to the altar if you want a fresh impartation. I'm going to ask the worship team to worship and lead us into worship. And I'm going to call the apostles, the youth leaders, Carla and myself. We're going to start to pray in just a minute.